Hello ladies and gents, thanks again for joining us, really appreciate it. Um, today we're going to be discussing stable coins and first of all what they are and what they mean to the entire ecosystem. Um, and before we get started, uh, Pete knows a little bit more about this subject than I do, so he's going to kind of give you guys a little bit more of a like an in-depth look at stable coins. But um, I'll give you guys a little bit of what you know most of us know, but some of the beginners may not know. So stable coins are pegged to the USD. The first stable coin that um, kind of popped up basically out of nowhere was um, the Tether. And Tether is basically on nearly almost every exchange now. And that's, that is pegged to the USD or, you know, so they claim. Other stable coins include the, the one that came from the Winklevoss twins, which own Gemini Exchange. Um, what was that one called? That True USD? No, uh, yes, that is True USD. Or is it? I don't know. Is that the Gemini coin? Or some, it might be True USD or the Gemini coin. I'm not sure, but they have one. It's pegged to the USD. And those guys, when they made the announcement a few months ago, they, they literally said, this um, coin is backed by the money and here's where the money is. And here's the third party auditors that have ensured that the money is there. So they came out you know, clean slate, they did it in the right way with all the regulations, um, which the Winklevoss twins, that's the way they roll anyway. Um, but so those are the ones that you might know about. Another one is uh, the one that Circle put out. Um, they Circle owns Poloniex Exchange and it's backed, so Circle is backed by a big bank in America called Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs. I keep funded mixing. by. Yeah, they're funded by, they're not owned, sorry. They're funded by Goldman Sachs, but, um, you know, take that with a pinch of salt. And, um, yeah, so that's my knowledge on uh, stable coins, but Pete has a little bit more to share with me and with you guys. So take it away, Pete. Right. So just to backtrack, it's Gemini dollar. Gemini dollar, that's right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Which makes sense. I knew it was Gemini okay. exchange. I should know it's Gemini dollar. I just forgot the name of it. It's all, all good. Right. So stable coins, they're pegged to the dollar or some of them are pegged to other currencies one for one. So one stable coin will be worth $1, for example. Um, and there's three different types of stable coins. So we have fiat collateralized stable coins like Tether or Gemini dollar. Um, then we have something that we call crypto collateralized stable coins, um, true USD being one of them. Now you're probably thinking, how can a cryptocurrency have uh, a cryptocurrency collateralized stablecoin be stable since the crypto market <laughs> is so volatile? Right. So the way they do this is they over collateralize the stablecoin. So like TrueUSD is backed by um, an ERC20, so basically an ERC20 token that's backed by ETH. So they will over collateralize the coin. So just in case ETH drops 20% in a day, it's still gonna remain stable because there's that extra collateral there, right? Um, so they're not as popular as the fiat uh, stable coins just because there's not uh, as much liquidity there as the fiat based, fiat collateralized stable coins. Um, and then the third type of stable coin is what they call a non-collateralized stable coin. So the way they keep those stable coins um, stable is by manipulating the supply. Okay. Right? So an example is DAI, spelled D-A-I, I think I'm saying it right. They're a non-collateralized stable coin. And what happens is if the price of the coin starts to rise above a dollar, 
there's a smart contract that will automatically mint more coins and put it into the ecosystem, bringing it back down. Okay, but if it's not backed by anything, then how can we ensure that it's it's pegged to the USD? I mean, are exchanges actually using that coin? Yes, the um, I believe what exchange is using that? Hit BTC is the popular one. Not they're so the non-collateralized stablecoins are the least popular. Probably for that reason, it's right. like, it's, it's not It's hard to wrap your head around that, right? But then again, what's the USD peg but to? Exactly, I mean, like, realistically, they're just It's the digi- fiat of um, cryptocurrency stable coins. <laughs> they're just digital currencies anyway, so really, why does it have to be backed by anything? Like, I don't, I don't really understand the mechanics behind it, but yeah, they're the three different types of stable coins. Fiat, collateralized, crypto collateralized, and non-collateralized. So, right. yeah, that um, this this get into fiat collateralized and the big, uh, the big one out here, which is tether. Right. I mean, first of all, fiat collateralized is the most used. Yes. Right. And tether is the most used among those. Yes. Um, and tether, the way they came about, is an interesting story to say the least. But they basically popped out of nowhere. And if you look at it, we actually have uh, an image that will put down in the description below the way money flows in to um, you know cryptocurrency and altcoins now I'm not sure how right this uh, this picture is but I've seen it circulated around a bunch I've actually shared it on my Instagram before too and you could you could see a lot of money comes through tether yeah. into into altcoins um, tether has been subpoenaed um, but I don't think they've been audited yet. Have they? they refuse to be audited, which is shady as fuck. <laughs> they claim to have the $2 billion um, that they have in the market cap in a bank account, but they won't allow anyone to audit them. Right. Which is, like I said, it's shady. It's, shady. it's definitely shady. The, the, the one thing, like they're in, they try to defend themselves by sending a snapshot of a bank account with $2 billion in it, but. You know, they could just put $2 billion in account for an hour, take a snapshot and be like, yeah, look, the money's there. It's not right. an audit. Right. So there's a lot of controversy around Tether that always has been. Um, I don't really know if the money's there or if it's not. None of us do. None of us really do. Um, right. There's also, there's a, there's a lot of talk about how um, Tether was a big, um, had a big influence on the, the price of Bitcoin and the manipulating the price of Bitcoin mm-hmm. to you know, $20,000 or wherever it went to. So, I don't know, there's a, there's a lot of bad press about Tether. Um, I really don't know. I don't really uh, understand what they're doing. I don't really understand why people would store value in Tether long-term. Like, why would you hedge the crypto market with a, a cryptocurrency stablecoin that could collapse overnight? Like, any of these could. Like, Right. It doesn't make sense. If you're going to hold your money long term, if you're going to hedge the market for a long term, like if you thought in December that cryptocurrency is going to crash down and we're going to be in a bear market for a year, why would you put your money into Tether or True USD or any of these stable coins? You just buy USD. Right. Like the USD is not going to collapse overnight. Right. So I'm, I'm very on the fence with stable coins. Like, sh- should it be a store of value? I don't think so. Um, tr- for trading, like on like the exchanges that have the the pairs to um, the stable coins. It makes sense for traders, like day traders, to use it because you can move uh, crypto in and out of the stable coins very easily. So I, I understand it from that perspective, but... I yeah, know. You know, I actually, um, 
we were in Puerto Rico and I actually talked to Craig Sellers who helped kind of create Tether. Right. Right. He wrote, I think, some of the code for it. And he was um, part of the Mt. Gox, um, you know, that whole debacle where a lot of people lost a lot of money. When you say he was part of it. So he wasn't part <laughs> of the team from Mt. Gox, but he was one of the people that lost money in Mt. Yeah. Gox, right? And he said, if there was a way for me to move my money into a stable coin that I could change to another like exchange or that, then I wouldn't have lost all my money. So that's why I helped build it. I mean, the the ideology behind yeah. it, the, the reasoning behind it makes it makes a lot of sense. It makes total sense. Stable coins for traders makes a lot of sense. But if you're going to hold your money in something long term, first of all, hold it in Bitcoin. Right. But if you're not going to do it in Bitcoin, then just take your money out of the market completely, hold it in fiat, and then you could come back in when you're ready to buy in. If you're making trades, right, and you want to just move it to US, um, you know, USD, something pegged to USD, then move it to Tether, move it to, um, if you're on Gemini Exchange, then the Gemini dollar. But um, yeah, we strongly advise um, keeping it there long term because you just don't know, right? And you, it's your hard earned money. You don't want it to, you know, yeah. Oof, disappear <laughs> and, and never hold your coins on an exchange long term that's like the worst yeah. thing you can do like these exchanges have been hacked before in the past they will be hacked again in the future we just heard one in canada went down and got got hacked and yeah it looked like, like an exit yeah, scam. yeah it's probably, probably an exit scam yeah don't even know the name it was some small thing but i mean they made away with with some money so don't hold your money long term in any exchange really yeah. i mean Sure, there's more trustworthy ones like Gemini's, I guess, a, a trustworthy one. Binance is so big, they don't need to steal your money. But, um, yeah, but just just to be on the safe side, always keep it in the ledger. Yeah. Um, we always say that. But that's really it for stable coins, um, unless you have some that. A little, little bit on USDC, which is the stable coin that Circle released on Poloniex. So Circle bought the exchange Poloniex which is like one of the first exchanges I started on and I, I really like the user interface and I've, I've used it for, for years. And they've just released a stable coin, USDC. But I've heard from people, um, very credible people, that they have the power to freeze accounts and freeze funds. So that's another controversy there. Like if people are holding their money in, in the USDC, um, the back ends are kind of connected to the banks and they can freeze funds which mm -hmm. is the complete opposite of what crypto is meant to right. be so yeah, yeah just be careful with usdc as well um but anything else i think that's good? it think all right guys it. thank you so much for watching this far really appreciate it make sure you subscribe and smash the thumbs up button <laughs> there it is all right guys all Thanks. right guys bye